You're listening to another great message from Northside Community Church. Are you out for something completely different tonight? (laughs) Totally different. (laughs) We're talking totally relaxed. Sam's away. He's in Bathurst watching motorsport or something, right? (laughs) Something like that. He's enjoying a very well-deserved break. And because we're in between the sermon series, we thought this was the perfect opportunity just to stop and tell a few stories and update you of what often goes on behind the scenes that you might never even heard of. (laughs) A whole bunch of the partnerships that we have as a church and the privilege that we have of going out into the communities and bringing God's hope and love to those partnerships that we have and the people in those contexts. And I guess the theme for us this year, and we've heard it several times and even last year, is that word fireflies. And Sam's brought that up for for us quite a lot and encouraged us that we've got an incredible um, message, an incredible truth and hope to take into our workplaces, into our weeks, whatever that looks like, um, and to know that we've got an opportunity to share that beyond just a Sunday and beyond ourselves. And what I love about Beyond Northside is this, is it's like a collective version of that. It's like you meet these other people who are passionate about the same things that you're passionate about, and you can do it together. But also on the flip side of that is there might be opportunities that you might never, ever have imagined yourself being a part of that God might just prompt you and put on your radar, and you might step into that and discover something that you knew, sorry, discover something new that you never thought you'd ever be involved in, and God can work powerfully through that. And there's an incredible privilege of being part of a church community and having that opportunity to do things together. So be aware of what God might stir in you tonight, what he might, you know, trigger in you, what might connect with you personally on the journey that you've been on. And over the years, Beyond Northside has um, set up a number of partnerships that have emerged um, with local organizations, national organizations, and international organizations, and we've been quite intentional about that. But these are not just something we do for one year or something we do for a couple of years. We see these as long-term partnerships, as getting to know the organization, as coming alongside them, supporting the vision that God has given them. We don't go on with our own agenda. We want to come underneath them and what God is doing there, but a privilege to come alongside them and support what God is doing there. So I'm going to invite the guys up tonight. We've got Rachel Kearns, we've got Anthony Lowe, we've got Shahara, and we've got Brendan Singdeo up here. Come on up, guys. Why don't we give it up for them this evening? All righty. <laughs> Well, we're going to start with the local, go back to Sydney. Um, We've got a partnership, Anthony, with what we call Caring Beyond, and it's a partnership with Alexander Campbell House up in Forestville, and that's a Churches of Christ um, facility up there, an aged care residence facility. But Phyllis, who are the community up, up there, and why are we a part of it? Well, the community, you see some pictures on the screen over there. Um, are the residents and staff of a place called Alexander Campbell House, as you said. And that's an aged care facility up in Forestville, which is just across the Rosewall Bridge, for those that know um, this area. So it's pretty close by. And there are about 34 um, rooms in a, in a hostel, in a, in, a, in a facility. So that's the facility, and that's roughly the number of people that are in that facility, as well as some self-contained units outside of that. And the community are mainly, as you've probably started to guess, are um, people that are senior and uh, people that are declining 
obviously, um, not obviously, but besides age-wise, they, they might be declining in mobility or um, possibly or most likely at times in health. So that's, that's our community. Um, you're seeing some pictures there of mm -hmm. Judy in the background. So she, at the moment, for example, she's got like fluid in her legs. Um, there was a picture of Shirley. Shirley was pretty good before. Um, that's Annie right now. So Annie's kind of, um, she has, I'm not sure what the disease is, but, but she, she, she shakes a lot and her memory's not too good. Um, and then the lady before that I mentioned, that's, that's Brian. This lady here, um, so she, that's Shirley. <laughs> Making you Is that jump an auto around or something? <laughs> um, that's Shirley. And uh, so Shirley, like, she used to be pretty good. And, again, she's got, I think, osteoporosis. And she's, her, her, um, you know, she struggles a lot to walk these days. And the main purpose is to really walk alongside or be a companion volunteer or a companion friend. Mm. So that's the key, that's mm. the key reason. That's really cool. I love that you know them by name and you know so much about them. That says a lot about um, your investment into that opportunity and into that partnership and the connection with them. And I'm, I'm wondering what, because um, you head up there every month That's right. on a Saturday morning um, and spend some time with them and get to build these relationships. And this morning we were just hearing how rich those relationships have been and how the privilege it is to you know, journey with someone for a period of time and, and hear the impact that it's been on um, you know, a number of different people. But I wonder what it's meant, what has it meant for you personally as you've been involved in that partnership? Um, yeah, it's, be, it's been interesting because um, I guess aged people, if I can kind of categorise that or generalise, tend not to be in the mainstream. So we don't see a lot of aged people. We might see your grandparents and my grandparents have passed away, for example. So I, I don't have a lot of exposure and probably the same for you too. So the thing about it is, um, yeah, just just trying to empathise or learning to empathise with people that are, are, are ageing. And that has helped me with my dad, who's now 85. So um, just really trying to cope with that and preparing myself almost to cope with that. So that's been a, something that's happened to me. Mm. Um, I think trying to get to know people. So for me, building relationships and then the, the, the converse of that, which is quite a challenge, is actually... Um, that there's a finiteness to relationships because sometimes you, you make friends or you, you develop relationships and then that person passes on sooner than you even think or before you can even say the things you want to say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's some of the, some of the experiences. Um, there was one other thing that I didn't want to share, but, um, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's quite an eye-opener and... Um, yeah, it would be at a time of that life and I guess it's such a privilege to come alongside those people who, as you say, they aren't a part of our what we see and what we do in every day and um, often they have challenges where they can't leave the house and what a privilege it is to go to them um, and to share those moments with them and to bring a bit of hope and joy and you see little pictures of the little boxes that they're holding. We... Um, the kids every year put together little gifts and make them up and we send them off and it's just a way of the kids being involved in that too. And um, That's right. just a privilege to bring a, a bit of joy and hope and life to their, to their world. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward what we do. Um, I guess it's like the living room we have right, right here right now. So we, we, sit, on the, we, we sit on the couch, yeah. um, but they sit on special chairs. But, uh, and we really just get to know each other and, and chat. That's the primary... Uh, basis that we we do we work on the way we work right now. Um, sometimes we go for walks, and then on special occasions or when there's some gifts that we can involve with the kids. Um, yeah, we bring those along on maybe Easter or Mother's Day and so on. So yeah, that's that's pretty much. It's quite straightforward. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
who can't have a conversation, right? <laughs> we can all do that. <laughs> um, you currently have a pretty small team that are involved up there, but a few new people have joined, which is very exciting. I wonder what more you could be doing if you had a whole bunch of people that, um, you know, decided that was something that they wanted to be involved in. How could you see that panning out? Yeah, um, definitely we could. Uh, there's definitely way more to do and lots to do or can be done. So we started off with a team of two a few a couple of years back, more than nearly five years ago. Um, sort of got to about two. Um, we had started off with like one, uh, two adults with, with Hugo, uh, Kate's, Kate's son. And now we have about six people and two kids. So, um, so that's our group, pretty small. And where, where could we really get to from there? Uh, I think the, the thing, again, is more reach. So because we tend to do one-on-one, there's, as I said, 32 rooms um, and there's a lot of units outside. So there are quite a few people that we probably haven't even, you know, we, we, we hardly even know. And uh, there's, so there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, so both within the, the hostel and outside, as well as maybe more twice a month versus just once a month. Um, if you had a relationship and you saw somebody for once a month, um, you can kind of imagine what that means, whether that's from an intensity perspective or even a, a challenge if you're very lonely. So, yeah, maybe twice a month with more team, uh, more members, team members. Uh, more activities. So um, one of our volunteers came up with a really, has a really great idea, and I think if we had a team that we could really do this. So things like doing for the ladies, hand massaging and uh, sort of a one-on-one time, and uh, maybe the importance of touch, especially as you age and you, and you lose contact with people around you. Um, as, uh, I'm one of the few guys that are on the team. So there, there are a few men um, at the aged care facility, not as much as women, of course, but a thought around what can we do with men specifically. And I believe there is an activity, so maybe we can align more. Of, um, so I'm really excited to see, like, Graham, Graham John's on board right now, so there's at least not more, more guys, so we can maybe think about that possibly. And um, so another thing is I mentioned sort of, like, the finiteness and um, walking alongside somebody. So sometimes I think when you get older, there's a lot of things that you really can't, they say they're inevitable. And I mean, I'll keep it simple, but what I'm saying is, yeah, that's where God can really help help us or help each other or the person. And so Renee, as you know, is, is the pastor or the chaplain at, at um, ACH. So maybe we could, uh, just the way we do maybe the way we do prayer at the, during service, or maybe we could have a prayer group in addition to maybe doing one-on-ones and maybe they connect and just connect on a different level, more on a God-centered mm. level. So those are some ideas. Yeah, and, of course, I'm looking forward to all the other ideas that people <laughs> come up with, especially like spontaneous ones where, um, like Sonica would just bring, like, red roses for every you know, um, for mm-hmm. people that we know cool. and just give them roses and stuff like that. That's yeah. awesome. It's incredible what yeah. comes out in those moments when people come together and think of something new and different. That's right. really cool. So, yeah, just more fireflies to fly to Forestville. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So good. Thanks, Anthony. And if um, we're still on the local front, but this time we're crossing the bridge, <laughs> big deal, <laughs> I know, um, over to Glebe. And um, we don't have someone here to represent that tonight, but I want to give you a bit of an update on that because we've been involved in Glebe for seven years now. 
And it's been a really cool just to reflect back on where that started. It was a bunch of guys who just wanted to go along, help out, support what was happening. And they, they didn't have a, you know, a grand idea of what they wanted to be doing, but they just wanted to be faithful with supporting those people in that ministry. And um, they, they work in the housing commission area there. So a lot of older people, again, in some ways, who are quite lonely and very isolated, whether they're physically or mentally impaired. And they've got um, yeah things that are holding them back from connecting with other in their community. And so you might see the announcement from time to time that's Glee Barbecue. It is so much more than a barbecue. And I wish I could tell you the story that um, Toby shared this morning, just to capture the journey that people are on. So sometimes people don't want to interact in this setting. And so there's a journey of just, just chipping away and being there and being those consistent people in these, in these people's lives. And as time's gone on, they've seen a couple of people really start to warm up to them and have conversations and really not only start to connect with them, but to start to connect with others in their community. And that's been really, really powerful. So they go and do a bunch of gardening. Um, they're working in the op shop. Um, they're, they also run a barbecue to encourage them to come and hang out together. Um, but that's a really cool opportunity. And what I also love about Glebe is... Um, in the last few years, they've had a few organizational um, shifts and changes, but I love that we've still been able to be consistent in our support of that organization, and consistent for those people in that community um, to come alongside them, and there's a couple of faces there of the people that we get to know and um, bring a bit of joy and hope in, into their worlds, which is a real privilege. So if that's a, the local in a nutshell, we're going to shift now to the national on the other end of the couch. <laughs> and we've been really intentional about separating the national because sometimes it can be easy for us to overlook our own country and our own backyard and recognize that there are, there are opportunities to be a part of something there too. Um, so we've been quite specific about the national. <laughs> and um, what I love about this is this is early stages of partnership. Um, Caring Beyond and um, um, sorry, Glebe have been sort of seven years that we've been around for and we've seen the development, but this is brand new. This is just starting and I cannot wait to see what is going to happen in, in the years ahead. But Rachel, why don't you describe to us a bit about the people that we work with um, and why it's significant for us to be involved up there. Sure, yeah, um, we've been, started going out to Bathurst last year uh, and the main reason to go was to actually um, help work with a youth drop-in centre that Bathurst Church of Christ uh, was running for the Indigenous youth mainly in their community but any youth that wanted to come, they, the church is adjacent to um, a housing commission that had a lot of Indigenous youth and often they were just roaming the streets at night and quite unsafe. So um, they saw that need, they decided to fill it and they've been faithfully doing that for the last four or five years. So um, yeah, who we serve out there is is really the youth and actually just trying to connect with them and um, yeah, just learn a bit about their world and just to give love and um, help them to understand understand their value in Christ because um, most of them are unchurched and well, pretty much all of them are unchurched so um, it's just such an opportunity to share God's love with them but we've really found that connecting with the congregation has been fantastic as well and actually just building relationship with them it's a really small church there's about 30 to 40 consistent members and they're you know it's the same people every Friday night turning up most of them are aged between 40 and 70 or something like that so they're 
really just being so faithful and obedient to the call um, that God has given them as a church and that is just so inspiring for us. Um, Yeah, so I think that's why it's significant as well, just such an opportunity to encourage them and I think that's been one of the things that we weren't really expecting was that actually just to get alongside them in what God's called them to do and to be an encouragement, to be in prayer for them, um, that's been really significant and I know that they've appreciated that. So, yeah. Mm, Sure has been. And Shahara, this has been something new for you. I don't know if you ever thought you'd ever be involved in a youth project. There you go. (laughs) But um, I'm wondering um, what the impact has been for you personally and how that has been for you being a part of the team and going out there and serving the community there. So Rachel, I guess, kind of touched on it. Just um, I've been impacted by the church's faithfulness and um, especially just um, turning up there and seeing that that team of 40 to 70-year-old people they're there every Friday, like fully committed to these kids. Um, and, you know, they care about the kids so much. And um, I've just, yeah, been blown away by that personally. And just um, thinking how, like, that could reflect in my life. Um, and, yeah. Cool. Random question. Are you up for a question on the fly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> what motivated you um, to be a part of this in the first place? So I came from a really big church. And... Um, when I was looking for a new church, I really wanted to be involved somehow. And one of the first, I guess, nights that I was here, Sam mentioned Bathurst, and it was a new thing. And I, like, I knew straight away, I was like, I want to somehow be involved in that. Um, so yeah, um, I signed up, and I, it was just intimidating at the beginning because the team was—they were like, um, you know, social workers and teachers, and um, you know ministry working ministry and I worked in marketing and I wasn't really sure (laughs) how I could be used I was and I had a freak out I was like oh I don't know if I can do this but I'm really glad I did because um I you know made friends within the team um and that yeah just it's been a good experience so cool I love that (laughs) sometimes we can underestimate our ability hey we can put put, think we're good at this or we're good at that but God wants to use us regardless and the privilege of doing it with other people and making friends along the way and just seeing how he unfolds that journey for you thank you for that it's really cool well, Rach, it's still early days in this partnership, as you said, and I just can't wait to see what's going to unfold as we're starting to build those foundations for the relationships ahead. And I wonder if you've got a bit of an insight as to what might be ahead, like what could we be doing in the future if where God might be taking us with that partnership with Baptist Church of Christ? Yeah, well, I think we, we've all, the team all together have actually had, a, I think, a lot of... Um, we had, yeah, with some ideas and some visions about what God might be doing, and I think... I really feel like God's like we haven't really scratched the surface actually, and um, I think, yeah, we've only been out there three times, and I think what's really blown me away is just in a way how quickly we've been able to develop relationships and build trust, particularly with the church. So, I really think that um, there's just going to be a lot of different opportunities that God's going to unfold um, through this partnership. And that's really exciting in different ways that we might be able to partner with them and um, be able to serve. So I, I really believe it's not just about the drop-in centre, <laughs> as though, although that is such a significant thing. Um, and I think, I guess the thing that we'd really like to see, um, we've only been out there three times, as I said, twice last year, um, once, uh, two or th- a couple of months ago now, and then hopefully we're going to get there before the end of the year.
view. And the thing that we really find hard is, or that we'd like to see actually, is that we want to be out there more consistently because to build relationships you need consistency. So, um, yeah, just to do that would be fantastic to, um, and we need, you know, a, a few more people and, um, you know, some, uh, some extra time available um, and, and mm. skills and people on hand to do that. So I think if, if we can see that happening and um, getting out there more often, who knows what could happen because mm. I just find that every week, every weekend that we spend out there is amazing and, um, yeah, we just, we just don't know what God's going to do and that's so exciting. <laughs> that is very exciting. And I love that you use the word consistency there because that's something that's so critical with these partnerships is we could do, as I said before, we could do something different all the time but it's so powerful to be there and to be consistent and to rock up and be the same faces there all the time and you start to build those relationships and develop those and um, what comes of that is really exciting so there's great things in store for Bathurst we look forward to hearing more as the year unfolds but to shift now to the international, and um, we're very fortunate to have the one and only Brendan Singdeo here with us this evening. Welcome, Brendan. Great to be here today. Thank you so much. Uh, forgive me if I'm shaking a bit. I'm still thinking about my HSC. <laughs> we'll give you a moment to recover. <laughs> Take a deep breath. It'll be okay. <laughs> but I thought it's a good opportunity for us to update you. We haven't talked a lot about not all of this stuff this year, really. Um, but Madagascar, too. Like If you've been around with us for a while, we've taken a team over most years. And we haven't this year. <laughs> and we want to communicate to you that that nothing has changed in terms of our partnership. Nothing has shifted. The kids are still being sponsored into school. The mums and dads are still being sponsored into school. The excess money that we raised last year helped support um, CSM with a truck and a motorbike. There's some photos that are coming, and you'll see. And this has been incredible in impacting um, your work over there, Brendan, and we can't wait to hear more about that in a second. But nothing's changed. I guess it's just been one a year of transition for us. Um, and so a function of what's going on, we, we haven't had a team to take over. And I think it's about a year since the team were um, over there last year, which is crazy timing. Um, and what I love about when a team comes back is we often have nights like this where we update you on the stories and go, guess what happened in Madagascar this year? And show you how God was at work and um, how he's been a part of that community. So Brendan and Lou of a team, what has been happening in, in Madagascar this year? Update us. Okay, thank you. Yeah, um, we've... Um Still being able to accomplish so much, even um, if we, did, even though we didn't have a team, and your support was um, still such a blessing to our work. Um, we've, we're just doing so much more. Um, we've got more kids going to school. We've got more um, mums off the street and uh, into work, and we've got uh, a bunch of dads working on our project, on our, all of our construction projects. Uh, the the garden is looking wonderful at, at the Children of the Light, and it's just a big transformation there. The youth centre construction is going really well. Um, and we're, we're trying to finish that as soon as possible. Um, yeah, we, we've, we're using our, our truck that Northside was, um, has, has given to us and um, it's been so wonderful in, in cutting down the costs of transport. We've saved so much money um, just transporting sand and collecting our own rocks and things like that and um, it's just been such a blessing to us and the motorbike's just been wonderful. Um, we're saving so much money with transport there as well. Just when we forget something at the shop, going to pick it up or just strapping the shopping to the back. And uh, we put 10 or so kids on one motorbike. It's just <laughs> No, I'm just joking. But, yeah, um, yeah, we've we've been able to do so much. And, and we just had actually a trip. Uh, you guys normally go in September. Um, my mum just led a trip in September with a, a group of eight that went over with her and, um, and had a wonderful trip. And, 
it's just been yeah, it's been so wonderful this year. We've we've really um, seen uh, our projects uh, function, and um, we've become more professional. Um, a, a few from Northside have been have come alongside us and just really encouraged us and blessed us. So you've got a bunch of professional people here um, that have just advised us in this and that. And um, our website's looking beautiful. Um, we're just growing and. Um, doing so much more and reaching more people and uh, being more of a blessing. So it's been awesome. a good year. Yeah. It's great. Sounds like it's been a real year of growth and mm. seeing things happen. But I cried when you didn't come. When Sorry? Yeah, I cried. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> yes, 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 Another time yes. soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's, it's funny for us if you've not been to a country like this before and to even like think that you've put 10 kids on a motorbike. <laughs> and the, even the way you, I don't we know, don't, you see we the don't photo. Do that. We don't do that. <laughs> That was a joke. That was a joke. Maybe you do. That's okay. Six, six is the limit. It's okay. <laughs> but life's different over there, right? And even the construction of the youth center, you can see the scaffolding is like trees, you know, branches that are holding things up and all put together so well. So different in those in those contexts. But we're really excited. Um, last year we showed a photo of um, Suave, which is this area, when um, a couple of us went over the first time. And it was almost like you had one building and then the paddock was kind of um, just, you know, empty. And to see the transformation over the years of how you've been at work there, and not just in the buildings, but the lives that have been impacted in, in this area is phenomenal. And I want you to give us a bit of an insight as to what the youth centre is going to do to bring that community together and take that to the next level what's it going to be yeah. used for and what's going to yeah. what's going to happen there yeah uh, so once the youth center is is completed um we're going to be running uh lots of educational classes uh, our motto is provide education provide opportunity uh and so we're, we're we're just aiming at um at the youth at the moment to get the youth in and train them up so many of them are getting into drugs and and having children young and uh, just getting in, in bad environments and um, people can't find work, so we're going to provide jobs there. We're, we're just going to use it as a, a real uh, training facility. Uh, we're also going to use it uh, for church on Sundays um, and, and Bible study training. We're going to uh, use it for training people in um, sewing and um, carpentry, uh, set up apprenticeships. We're going to uh, use it for um, – there's going to be a dental surgery and doctor surgery in there. Uh, we, we're blessed to have um, Australia's number one dentist come over this year and, and, and just – Really bless us so much. Anyway, he's um, sorted out that he's going to bring a bunch of people over and send a bunch of equipment for there, so that's great. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's going to be um, used as a hub for the community f- so they can come and get used clothes really cheap. They can get medicine really cheap. They can get uh, soap and, and all that sort of stuff really cheap. And um, just um, we're setting up systems here and then we're just going to um, move, see how that works and hopefully it's um, – we've already seen – that it's transforming the community there. Uh, if you go there, you went there five years ago and you see it now, it's completely different, mm-hmm. um, a lot more developed. And uh, so that's really good. That's what we want. And um, so we're going to take that um, – we're training up new staff at the moment to be able to set up other programs like this around the country um, to, be a, to be a blessing in, in those areas as well. So, yeah. So cool. And it's so mm-hmm. cool to see the impact, you know, years on and – 
to know that that's going to continue. I mean, a, a center that is um, opportunity for a community where a lot of these people um, don't always have jobs and opportunities right where they are, and a lot of them end up moving to the city in hope of a better life and mm. uh, often ends up on the streets, and which yeah. is another project that you do in mm. Tana. And mm. It's just incredible to think that they're going to have an opportunity right where they are and a chance to um, yeah look into something and be healthy and provide for their families mm. in yeah. a new way, which is yeah. really exciting. Yeah. Well, Sam and you and I are catching up in a couple of weeks to talk through what next year looks like, and we're excited about that. But I wonder if, yeah, you want to share with us a bit of what's on your radar for next year. Where's CSM going? What do you see happening? Yeah, um, I said, so in the next year, um, our goal really is to um, make the foundation of CSM really strong. Uh, so we just keep growing, keep growing. Uh, all our current projects, we just want to do them better and we want to um, see them grow. We want to see more kids in school. We want to see more mamas off the street, um, more, more people in work. We, we just want to provide more education and opportunities for people to succeed in life. Um, yeah, we just um, want to see the environment, um, ref- the environment in Madagascar reforested. Um, so that's one of our goals. We also um, are planning on um, – we need to finish the youth centre, so that's definitely a goal before the rainy season comes along and um, and make that run really well. And then we've also got um, – we're planning – I forgot to mention this morning – we're planning on um, surf trips uh, in – volunteer surf trips in in July. So we're going to be starting that sort of thing. So um, we're going to – Get into that as well. And There's I'll, seriously yeah. good surf in Madagascar, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. Thanks heaps for that. Was that cool? Do you feel like you're a bit updated? Like you know a bit more about this stuff? <laughs> so when you see a slide that says caring beyond, you're like, okay, okay, I know what we're talking about here. <laughs> I thought it was just a cool opportunity for us to go there and just share a bit more of the details that we don't always always have the opportunity um, to share. And as I said earlier, and you've heard, the opportunity of coming alongside um, other Northsiders and being involved in these partnerships um, and who are passion- other people who are passionate about the same stuff you are. And if something's been on that radar for you tonight, I'd encourage you to come and chat to one of the guys. As, as you've heard, there's so much more potential impact that we can be having in these communities. But again, on the flip side, if something's kind of popped into your mind that you never, ever thought you'd be involved in. I don't think Shahari ever thought she'd be involved in a youth project as you've shared. And um, yeah, that's an opportunity to jump into something that you might not have ever considered before. And so if that's you too, we'd love for you to come and chat to myself or one of the team here and we'd love to have you a part of it. Um, there's a sign-up sheet at reception too if you wanted to sign up there. But why don't you give it up for the team and them sharing with us this evening. <laughs> 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 